Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of the Bone Robot Games Podcast with me, Treebone, aka Alex, aka Treebone, baby. I'm running solo once again, that's how we're going to be doing it from now on. You know, I'm going to jump right into it. We're going to do some game reviews, we're going to talk a little bit on a, on a topic after that about the idea of quitting games and whatever else jumps into my mind as we go along, okay? Uh, I usually do a script, but I'm just going off the riff off the riffraff for this one. So we'll see how it develops, and um, thank you for tuning in. The first game I want to talk about, um, I'm a little late on this one, but uh, the Diablo 2 Resurrected version came out, uh, and it is a, a not a remake, a remaster of, of Diablo 2, a 20-year-old game. And I have to say that it hold well, Diablo 2 holds up extremely well. I I was I'm I'm a huge I have a chip on my shoulder I'm biased I have a I'm a huge Diablo 2 fan massive Diablo 2 fan I have hours upon hours of playtime in the original Diablo 2 me and my friends would play I'd go to their house and play it was it was my childhood Diablo 2 like finding secrets and and it was it was in the beginning there was like kind of fast internet but not really it was still like in the early times of the internet not now you know obviously it was 20 years ago so it was a different type of internet back then. I think it might have been right when I was switching. I think during the span of our, of my time playing Diablo and like the the initial five year burst of time that I played it, that I think in that time frame I had gone from dial up to cable internet as they called it back then. Uh, so <clears throat> that was that was what I spent a chunk of my time doing, and immediately it captured those feelings of the original Diablo two that no action RPGs are doing right now. And that's why I went back to it. So Diablo 2 is good, and the remaster, and the, the resurrected version is good for a couple of reasons, and they are this. It, it is basically, it is, it is exactly Diablo 2. They just made the graphics better. As far as I know, they changed virtually nothing. In fact, they might have even taken a couple things out, like on the Xbox version. So they made it for consoles. On the Xbox version, there's no, like, um, central hub like when you'd go in there's like a chat hub on PC that's gone it's you can't do it on I mean you can't do it on Xbox but they just got rid of it <clears throat> so that's gone the the, the cr- creating and joining people in groups is like very strange um the 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 way they did it in the original Diablo 2 is fucking incredible and just so easy where you would just create a a game name make it open or close and then anyone browsing games can view the name of that game and then how many people are in it and how many people need to be filled and like all the pertinent information right up front and it repopulates as people are making them. So like if someone just wanted to look for my game, I'd say, oh, I named it XYZ and they would just join it and I can make a password if I want to be password protected. None of that is there on Xbox, which is the biggest loss. There's like no trading, no, like I joined a game the other day. They have like waypoints on the main menu and it was like, it was for some end game thing. I have like a level 86 sorceress or something. And one of the end game things was like, I can't even remember, the, the the Chaos Sanctuary or something. And I joined it and it just put me in Act 1 Hell with a guy who was like 20 levels lower than me. I have no idea what the what the specifications is for what games I'm joining, how you're joining them. That, that part is very confusing. It makes no sense. It's not intuitive or multiplayer friendly. But the core Diablo game otherwise is phenomenal. Okay, so sorry for the weird delay. My the battery is down on my recorder. I was saying the multiplayer in Diablo is 
is lackluster, Diablo 2 Remastered, but the, the single-player game, everything is left largely untouched, uh, for better or for worse. I think this is a great thing that you, that you want to do. All the people that are, like, if you're remaking a 20-year-old game, your main demographic is the people who play the original game. And if you're changing something on them, they're going to hate it. You maybe do some, like, very slight, obviously, quality of life changes. I think, that, you know... There was one or two. Uh, there's auto auto gold pickup was added. I'm not sure if that was added in Diablo 2 before they before they stopped supporting it basically like years ago. But auto gold pickup was added. It's really the only thing I can think of off the top of my head from after not having played it for <clears throat> a while. And honestly, I haven't even it hasn't even been that while since I that long since I played it. I downloaded the original Diablo 2. It's still available on Blizzard's website, and I have my original CD key, so they just let me download it. It was years ago, and then. I would say within a year and a half of its release, I had played. I had leveled the character to about seventy, um, a paladin, with a buddy of mine, and we were running through it. The only reason I wasn't continuing to play that because it still looks kind of decent, honestly. The graphics aren't really that dated. Uh, the only reason I stopped playing it is because there there was like a there were so many bots on the PC version that one of the big things about Diablo Two is you're going to be farming bosses and and rooms and dungeons so you'll create a game run through it quit re, you know make a new one run through it quit and they 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 put the a limit on how quickly you can make new games because of bots for making games to try and get people to come to their Diablo website or whatever the bot was doing so if you created too many games too quickly it wouldn't let you. It would just stall out on the creating game screen. So I couldn't do boss runs. I would get pissed off because that's the, the core of Diablo 2. And let's talk about that. The main game of Diablo 2, playing through normal Nightmare in Hell, is a wonderful treat. All the all the, all the the skills feel good. The characters have really neat builds. Finding loot is fun. And for people like me who have a deep hangover love from the original Diablo 2, the rest of the game is still really fun. I have like 80 hours in it. Um, again, I have a, a super high level, like level 80 something sorceress. I'm just like item farming. I've, I have like 400 magic find. I'm, I'm going in. People have been watching me on the stream. You know, I've been just like loot hunting nonstop. I found really good stuff. I found, you know, um, all Talrashas, but one, I found a million good armor pieces, set pieces, fun things that I like. But it's like the the best stuff, obviously, now is runes, and they have such an infinitesimal drop rate that I, I got. I got burned out already. Uh, I don't have time for games the way I did when I was a kid, where it was just, you know, 20 years ago when I was goddamn 12 years old, and I would just do it over and over. And I did for as long as I could, and I seriously was just like, uh, you know, it's just not the same. And I don't want to run a new character because I only want to play with my friends who don't have as much time to game as well as as they did when they were younger now too. And finding people in multiplayer is hard on that because – um, it's still shared loot, which is a good thing from that they brought over from the past, but then you run into, I don't want to do that anymore as an adult again. So it, it was way more cutthroat when you were, when it first came out, if a piece of loot fell on the ground, someone grabbed it, they just had it. They could just quit the game. You'll never see them again. It's theirs. So there's really like a tough, it's tough to find ways to combat that, especially on console. And I don't want to deal with it nowadays. I don't think it's a bad system, but I just don't want to deal with it anymore. So I got a lot of time out of it. I think it's a good game. I'm probably going to put more time into it, but what it did make me realize, and this is an apology I have to give to everyone is Diablo three is a good game. And so my, my, my biggest critique of Diablo three was that you lose, you lose, um, 
creativity over your character because you can't put points into their skills or into their yeah into their skills or into their um a bit uh, uh, their stats. But when you play this, you sort of realize that like respecking in Diablo Two is a chore. You you get one per difficulty, and if you fuck up one thing, if you even press the button wrong once, you want to change one little thing, you're just fucked. There's nothing you could do. So you just have to. You, you have to use your other respec on a different difficulty. If you've used all three of them, you have to like farm for items from bosses. It's not fun to respec in that game if you messed up. So you don't really have a lot of... You have to plan out your character from the beginning, which I initially thought was a good idea. But as we modernize ourselves to games, it was a good idea at the time. The way that... I, I'm not taking points off because Diablo 2 at the time, it was brilliant to to do it that way. You put your points in is the only way to do it. You would build your character like as a D&D character. But Diablo 3 actually has the right idea. It builds the character for you, does all that work. So like if I want to be a sorceress and use a laser beam, I don't remember the abilities, I haven't played it in a while. If you want to be a sorceress and use a laser beam, that's great. You can pick the rune type and you can pick the skill type and whatever. And it basically comes down to what your loot is, increases your stats and your buffs and your DPS and your health and all of that. And that's exactly the same thing that Diablo 2 does, but you have to plan it out way more from the start. And so, you know, Diablo 3 streamlines it wanting to make new characters because it's not like, oh, in Diablo 2, if I want to make a paladin, I have to pick, do I want to do a hammerdin? Do I want to do, you know, a, a smite? a smite um, shield paladin? Do I want to do this type of paladin, that type of paladin? And then if I want to switch, it's like I have to spend one of only three available things over the course of my entire playthrough up to level 199 or whatever. So, And it's like, why shouldn't I be able to switch nowadays, you know? I would be playing Diablo 2 more if I could switch some spells with a with the click of a button and have a, a new character built based on the items that I get. Because right now, I'm building you know, towards an ice sorceress and I get things that build up for a fire sorceress. I go, well, I would just be able to put them on and then, and then switch my skills and, and utilize the, the, the stuff that I get. I mean, think about it that way. It's, it's much better in Diablo three. Like if I get, you know, armor piece, that gives me plus to fire skills. It's like, well, I could just use those skills now. Right. Or I can hold out until I get the one I want, but it gives you this choice. I can use the loot I got. So now sometimes I'll get loot and it's completely useless to me and I sell it. I have no one to give it to. It's so hard to get into a game with someone. I can't trade with anyone in Diablo 2 because the, the, how do they know what game I'm in or what I'm looking for? I have to do it online through a third party. So um, the core of Diablo is good though. That's the thing. There's no ARPGs that are like it now. I tried playing that game, The Descent, that came to Game Pass. It just doesn't feel good. It's real corny. Like the fighting isn't fun. It's not really well balanced. I was like killing like level fourteen mobs when I was like level three because I found a rocket launcher and I have good aim and I was just wrecking them. And the way the game is built is like very strange in The Descent. So it's like I can't even play modern ones. They're just not fun. It doesn't make sense. The loot, it's like too hard to learn or it's like I don't feel like learning it. I just want to play and enjoy myself and learn as I go and shit. And so, you know, Diablo 2, it's like it feels punchy and it feels good and you get these cool items and and the difficulty, it is difficult, but there's this like learning curve of like wanting to continue to get new abilities so you like go through and do it and there's like no, there's no desire in that game when it's like gun-based you can just find them on the ground from enemies you kill. It's like, okay, I just got a very strong gun right off the rip. That's that's a problem with a lot of... No new ARPGs are good. I can't. I haven't played one in a decade that is good. Torchlight 3 sucks balls. I quit it after 20 levels because it's just not fun. 
uh, all the games. Like the, the abilities aren't fun, the skills aren't fun, the players aren't fun, the towns are boring, the way it's built is boring, it's not fun to play, it's stupid, it's corny. Diablo 2 is still fun. It, it's good, so this is one of the other reasons. It's it's a good core game. It's the one of the only good ARPGs to play out there. So even in spite of not really having multiplayer and taking some features away, it's still just fun. Like I, I, I did make two very two level eighty characters I, I made in this time. I have a, an army necromancer who I raise the dead and I blow up corpses, and he's very fun to use. And he's in hell difficulty. Oh my dog's barking. And uh, I also have the sorceress, the ice sorceress I talked about. And so like I. I made these two characters already level 80 like every, I can't think of a single RPG the descent on level 15 and I swear in, in the torch I'm level 20 they're both so boring I was just like I don't want to play this anymore and so it just has this it factor it's f- like the enemies are cool the bosses are cool the set pieces are cool the loot is fun it's cool to find good loot you can play with your friends easily um, you can higher mercenaries there's so much stuff to it it just feels good to, to you there's no other good ones Path of Exile sucks like they all suck so Diablo 2 is good and by necessity by it being the same game uh, Diablo 2 Resurrected is good there's a couple things I left out but I don't think that takes away from really the game very much at all uh, I still think it's a fun game and I also think it was not needed. They could have literally just pushed a free update. You know, this is something that is on a deeper level. They could have pushed a free update to to the game and and put in these quality of life ones to the original PC. Or maybe even, like, I don't know, had a sale in the original PC game. I'm not sure why. I mean, they're really just cashing in on this... um, uh, Blizzard is cashing in on this this uh, graphical update they did, which it really doesn't need that much. It doesn't look that bad on modern consoles. I've played it before, like not too long ago again. And, you know, I really just don't have a lot of faith in Blizzard anyway because, you know, ever since World of Warcraft, you know, this that game has been out for 15 years and it's like a $15 a month subscription fee and they still have millions of players. They're, they're, they, ha- they have enough money for everyone that works at Blizzard to be t- set forever just from World of Warcraft, still from just from World of Warcraft today. So, like, they didn't need this. It feels like a cash grab at the end of the day. It would have been cool just to sh- for them to show free support to a really old game. Um, that That's my take on it. I love Diablo, and just because I grew up with it as a child, I think that I give it a better score than it deserves. I think that Diablo 3 got a bad rap, and I think I gave it one just because I love Diablo 2 so much. Uh, so that's my take on those. Diablo 2 is, is still good but um, gets a little more credit than it deserves, and Diablo 3 is better than it than it was given. Uh, Diablo, this, this, we're not counting the story. The story in Diablo 2 rules and sucks in Diablo 3, but whatever, forget about all that. Uh, the next game I want to talk about... How long have I been doing this? Okay. Next game I want to talk about is Metroid Dread. I am an avid Metroid fan as well. I've been I've played every Metroid. I got, you know, Metroid... Super Metroid on my Super Nintendo when I was like what, seven years old or whatever the fuck it was. Uh, and for anyone who's heard me talk on this before, I think we did an episode on Metroid that I think that Super Metroid is the greatest game of all time or at very like or a, a legitimate contender for it at all times. I legitimately think it is one of the best, most well-constructed games of all time. And Dread improves upon literally every aspect of it. 
Metroid Dread is a better game in all regards. The story is cool. Samus is characterized very well. It feels tight, fluid, quick, responsive. There's a bunch of really cool things behind the scenes. I love when they do stuff like this in games where you get the speed booster and then you realize you can use speed booster when you're in a ball form. But then also you can realize you can use speed booster when you wall jump and you can use it, you can store it when you're in a ball and then use it when you come out. And there's like a million things you can do. But all it really tells you is you have speed boost. You know, and it just says, just go from here, go wild. Then everyone else, you figure out the rest, like as you explore and have fun and try and unlock the collectibles. Uh, the enemy types are cool. The counter mechanic that comes over from Samus Returns is really cool. Uh, that's phenomenal. Um, her suit design is incredible. It's amazing. There's like not really a lot of cutscenes. You pretty much just get total control over the character. The Emmy stuff is very cool. Uh, the stuff with Quiet Robe is cool. I literally think it was, is without faults. I think it is legitimately dethroned Super Metroid is the greatest game of all time. And that's not a knock on Super Metroid. It's just Dread is so complete, so tight, so without flaw that I truly think it is number one. I'm not joking. There is no better game as far as video games go. It, it doesn't need to be thir like 3D. The, the side-scrolling works phenomenally. The level design is perfect. The enemy design is amazing. The boss design is so fun and so great. A f an incredible finale. Uh, amazing music, top to bottom. They, they do not make a mistake in this game. I can't think of a single one. Even if it has like glitches or stu like silly little stuff. I think my game, I don't, I don't think it crashed, but I, I I had a mistake with it one time. It it's not real. It doesn't matter. The game is so tight. It's so well done. It's so smartly designed. I absolutely love it. I have no bad things to say about Metroid Dread. It's the Metroid Dread. It's the Metroid game we've all been waiting for. It delivered in spades, and it deserves all the praise it gets and more. Um, anyone who has a flaw of the difficulty in Metroid Dread, I've seen people post about this online, you suck dick at video games, your opinion is worthless, okay? If you can't beat Metroid Dread, then quit. Quit video gaming, okay? Go play Viva Pinata. It's not for you, all right? Go play The Sims. Now, gamers should be divided into two tiers of people, people who play The Sims and people who play actual video games, Okay, and if and <laughs> there's no and Metroid Dread is a, a, an actual video game. It is the video game. It is a med, is is amazing. It's incredible, it's stupendous. It, it's impetuous. It's amazing. I love it. I have nothing but good things to say about it. It's so fun. I honestly am racking my brain trying to think of a negative. I can't. Um, that being said, I hate my fucking Switch. I hate playing games on the Switch. I played it one time. I, I couldn't put it down. I beat it, and then I really don't want to ever touch my Switch again, which is a problem. I'm such an Xbox gamer. I don't want to touch it. I went back, and I, and I played on hard mode for like 20 minutes because I want to do a hard mode 100% because I do that in all the Metroids. I love Metroid. Um, I will eventually. I just w cannot be fucking bothered to pick up my Switch and play it, and I don't want to plug it in, and so it's a mess for me right now. I just don't care about the Switch that much. I can't. It's I don't know. I just don't. I should. It's very fun. I see. I I, I, got, I think I got lucky when it came out. I was on a trip. I always play my Switch on trips because it's handheld. I love it for that. Every time I go on a trip, I go on a plane, a bus. I go somewhere. I'm gonna be away from my house for a couple of days. I take my Switch and I get endless joy out of it. It's the best for that. I used to play it at work when I when I worked. I used to have to take a long break at work and I would play Mario Rabbids. That's what the Switch is good for, um, and pretty much nothing else. It has the, it's good has good IPs like Metroid. So it gives me high hopes for Metroid for Prime 4. Hopefully it, they take some notes from Metroid Dread. This is what I don't get. Whoever's fucking making... Why does this take so goddamn long? 
probably because they were making an, an incredible game and really fine-tuning all the features. I hope so, because they put out, like, Federation Force in the meantime, and nothing else. It's been, like, such a long wait. I don't think that it was in development this whole time. No one knows how long it was in development. It just kind of showed up one day, and then four months later, we got Metroid Dread. And it was like, oh, okay. And it was a masterpiece, but that's besides the point. We want more. It deserves more. There's so many other games. It's like series with games that have major flops, and they just come out with an absolute fucking monster of a title and it checks all the boxes you gotta just double down on something like that so i mean i love it i i'm again i'm biased on this i have a metroid hoodie i'm a huge metroid fan I'm, i have a custom metroid hoodie i i bought this like metroid collector's box i have a little metroid in my house i'm in love with it i like everything metroid but still it's I, I play a million games, and we're gonna talk about that a little bit later. Um, it's I legitimately think it's the best game of all time. It's better than Super Metroid. It's it's undoubtedly the best Metroid game. It beats out name a game that's better than Metroid Dread, and you can't. As far as like classic, what video games are supposed to be, it's fun. It controls well. It's fast. It's tight. You're powerful. It's phenomenal. Good story. Good music. Good environments. Good art. It's it's the best. It really is. I don't know why I did that one second. I should have saved it for last. But the last one also, this is another blast from the past. Metroid, I've been playing my entire life. Super Metroid came out, again, when I was super young. The original Metroid came out super young. Diablo 2, a 20-year-old game. And another 20-year-old game, uh, Halo. Halo Infinite comes out. And I can't stress how good this fucking game is. What's going on with all these good games? These people are coming in. Uh, I was in a drought for the longest time. I had no good games. I get furious because I have nothing to play sometimes. And I go, this game fucking sucks. I go back and I was playing the other day on stream. I was playing Arkham, Arkham Asylum again. And I was like, damn, this game did not age well. I was so fucking tired of that game by the end of it. I was like, I do not want to play this anymore. I was playing Arkham City afterwards and I was like, I quit. I don't even want to do it. They, they, they were great games when they came out. They were really great games when they came out. And they just did not age well. Games have modernized themselves to a point where like, it, you know, games like Doom 2016, Doom Eternal are coming out. It's fast and fluid and, and, and powerful and fun. And then, like, to have to, like, any games where you cannot, when you have to travel somewhere and the traveling is not incredibly fast and effortless, there has to be something that makes traveling fun. And Halo said, okay, open world. I absolutely fucking hate open world games. I've said this before on the podcast. Open world games suck dick. And then Halo was like open world. And I was like, I'm so nervous for this to be dog shit. And they said, oh, yeah, but you just have all the Halo vehicles pretty much whenever you want and also a grappling hook with a very short cooldown. And it makes it incredible. And it, it is really a really, 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 really awesome combination of things where when you're traveling, you know, and on all these games, you know, like Far Cry or something, it's like, oh, you find an enemy outpost and it's like, oh, you have to like slowly slink away at, at killing this enemy and then you run and hide and they find your location and then you go and kill this enemy and then you slowly get through the, the outpost or whatever. When I'm playing fucking Halo, I grapple hook into it, I throw a grenade at my, ground, at, at my feet, I switch to the drop wall, I drop it, I use my thruster to dash behind the enemy, I switch back to my fucking grapple hook, I grapple directly to an enemy, it shocks him as I hit him, I throw another grenade, I pull out my gun, I start spraying bullets, I grapple up on top of a hill to get cover, it's so insane and fast and fluid and 
it's like you're you're bouncing all over the place, grappling off walls, swinging around like a like a crazy person, throwing grenades, dodging bullets, shooting like capturing a ghost in the middle of taking this thing, kicking the guy out of it, driving it. You get captured back. Doesn't matter. You grapple up on the thing. You grab a sniper. You start taking heads. You find some more grenades. There's like fusion coils you can blow up there. The whole base starts exploding, and this is just like random shit that you find along the way. And there's just like super bosses, you know, when, when they have, there's like targets you can eliminate and, you know, an Assassin's Creed or some other shit like that. It's like, it's just like a, a guy and it's like who you found the fucking quickest way to kill him. And it's a guy. And I went to this one in Halo just before and it was two hunters and they were like brothers or something and they were just, they were fucking so powerful. It took me forever, but it was such a fun fight. Because I was like, what am I going to do? I ran out of ammo my one gun. I went to go find another gun. I go kill a grunt and take his gun. I, they were come up. One of them was pushing me. One of them was shooting me from afar. I had to find cover. I had to find a way to like retreat, get in, in their face. So many cool things. Like It makes fighting a masterpiece as well. It makes fighting so much fun. Like that's just like the the movement is fun. When I'm going from place to place, I'm like, oh shit, I just found a secret. Oh shit, I just grappled up here. That was really cool. Oh shit, from here I can grapple over here and come down to the enemy base on the back end of it. Oh shit, now I'm fighting and I just grapple into the fight. And and every step of the way, they at it's fun Halo gameplay. The guns are cool. Um, the grenades are cool. The vehicles are cool. The story is pretty cool so far, which is awesome. The graphics are amazing. Uh, there's like cool, I don't really like games to collect shit, but I've been wanting to collect stuff in this because they really do really cool story beats with it. Something that, that Bioshock has done that they don't get enough credit for is when you get the audio playlists or whatever. And so you find like a fucking audio book and some dickhead is just like, yeah, and I was down here and doing Bioshock stuff. And then my wife got killed or whatever. Right. And then you're like, oh, that was pretty neat. It's like a little backstory on this guy. And then the next one is part two and then part three or whatever. Well, they're doing that in Halo, but there's like brute audio logs and there's covenant audio logs and there's human audio logs. And it's like, I'm just finding them at random and I'm like getting little bits and pieces of, of backstory and special little additives. And it's fun because it's just playing. I don't have to stop and read. It's just playing in the background while I'm killing people and f- traveling. So it's another, it's all layered. It's fun to travel, and then while you're traveling, you find a secret, and you can listen to the secret while you travel, and then you're done traveling because you reach an, uh, a base along your pathway, and you take the base because it's fun while you're fighting, and while you're taking the base, you find an audio log, and you listen to it, and then after you take the base, you unlock the ability to get a, to take a, a vehicle from while you're there and then I spawn a warthog and two marines jump in with me and I drive to the next place and along the way they start shooting at people so I go and see what they're shooting and we go take out a bunch of dudes and it's just so much fun it's just non-stop fun all of this just compounds on each other over and over and over and over again to make like such an awesome experience where it's like non-stop I want to play right now it's been the game where I'm like I can't wait I'm already thinking about I can't wait to beat this so I can go beat it again on legendary and, and do it differently go through these missions in different order uh, you know unlock things faster sooner go through different things because I know a little bit about the secrets now and shit like that and then that's not even to talk about the the multiplayer which is again Halo has done it again they, they really came out hot with the Halo Infinite multiplayer now, a lot of people are going to disagree with me on this point, and, I'm, and I have to tell you right now, before I even get to the argument, is you're wrong. Listen to me, you dumb shitheads. The biggest thing Halo 5 did wrong was make the pistol too strong. Halo 5 was pistol the game. You would, you would start with the pistol, whatever it was, the Magnum, I don't give a shit, and you could five-tap someone. If you got five headshots, <clears throat> they were dead. And it was a perfect kill, whatever you did it. And so 
it it really changed the dynamic of the game from someone who is who has complete mastery of all the weapons and their surroundings to whoever has the best aim. Which again, it is an aim based shooter, but I don't think that like the guy, now I'm playing in games with people who can just destroy me from across the map with a pistol. I never got that good at it because you know I, I don't like it. I like playing with the AR. I like playing with these other weapons. So I was always punished in a game like Halo Five because you you have to use the pistol. It's that strong, and that's the problem with a precision weapon start. If you're not the most elite with it, then you just cannot hang. And I don't. I think that there's more to competitive games than being good with one gun, right? What's the point of saying this isn't? And it's no longer Halo at this point. It's this very specific, modified game type where the the pistol in Halo Five or the BR and what other one reigns supreme. And I think that that may, like the BR should be a power weapon. Just put it on the map, and whoever gets it now they have a, a huge advantage because the BR is that good. And that when everyone has it, it's weird. And what my probably biggest gripe, and I don't know how they fix it, or even if it's really that a bad thing. Well, I need water. Is that when you're zoomed in, any gun that any gun that hits you takes you out of your zoom. So when you're zoomed, I can drag my aim very strongly from left to right, and it will not go that far because I'm zoomed in, you know. But when I get zoomed out and I'm holding it with the same force, it shoots my aim, you know, 45 degrees. So I'll be aimed on a guy with the sniper. Right as I'm about to pull a trigger, I get hit with one of his assault rifle bullets from 400 meters, and I swipe my controller to the right and just shoot at absolutely nothing. I don't remember it being that bad. The controls do feel a little weird in that regard as far as aiming goes. Um, but other than that, like it just not having those precision weapons being the, the focal point of the game, having a ton of game types where you start with an assault rifle and you get better weapons makes the, the better weapons feel very fun, feel very engaging. It rewards you for going after them and winning your fights to get to them. But you also have to be good with other guns because you can't, you don't start with these amazing guns. So you have to be good with every gun because, you know, if you get into that fight and it's AR versus AR, and grenades, you know, what, what you have to be good with those guns, and then you win that fight, and then you get the better guns. So you get rewarded for being good with multiple guns. Whereas, you know, BR Star is just like, who cares? Just be ripping shots from across the map. And then, you know, the, the ranked, the, for some reason, the popular ranked thing is to get rid of the radar, which I also hate. So it's just like you're just getting beamed from someone you can't even see, and he has a BR, and he's got incredible aim. And it's like, again, you know, this is just like, the camper's delight. Not that I even think, I even think camping is a fine strategy, but it really is like, it, it's not a fun game type. I don't think that it should be like promoted outside of like very serious Halo competitive scenes. They can do it all they want. I don't really give a shit. I think competitive Halo is weird. Again, if you, if you want to just do that, right. Who wants to just see people BRing each other nonstop? It's like boring. There's so many more things in Halo. Like they leave the overshield in, right. And the invisibility, but they're like only BR. Like why? It's so corny. It's so stupid. Right, you leave these power ups and you leave grenades in only BR. It's very like stupid and childish. I think I don't know where it came from, but I hate it. But I'm so glad for me personally. Halo Five to Halo Infinite, they they get rid of that. The pistol in Halo Infinite is good, but it's it's harder to use. It has bloom. It's not the fucking crack shot across the map weapon you could use it like before. And I love that because it gives everyone a chance. It gives you know, 
for better or for worse, it, it it opens up the playing field where people can be good with multiple weapons. And still, if you're really good with the pistol, like to like mid range, it still dominates. It's still very good. You know, I'm I'm not beating anyone who's who's six shotting me with that with the AR. It's tough. <clears throat> I mean, but again, you still can if you have really good movement. You could, you know, um, crouch spam. You could do slides. You can hit <clears throat> with a grenade. You know, you can use your environment. There are uh, like ability pickups. So like, there's a bunch of different things you could do now, and I really like that a lot. And it just feels fun, you know. From day one, we got into the. I get in with six of my friends. We go into big team battle. We get into fucking warthog. We kill two people. We go, we go headlong into another warthog, and then we both fly off the cliff. And we're all just dying with laughter. It's just the most fun thing ever. It's so stupid and fun and goofy, and it just feels really good to jump around, you know, do all this neat fucking action packed shit with your friends, and just have a good time. I just love playing it. It's like so, it's such a good time, like playing with my friends. It's just a blast to play games, to play Halo again. So the multiplayer, incredible. Uh, the single player, incredible. You know, like they're just so good. You give you you owe it to yourself to play Halo Infinite. If you've ever played any Halo online before, just download the multiplayer. It's really good. If you like, like Doom twenty sixteen Doom Eternal style campaign mode, Halo is like is pretty similar to that, I think. But it's also Halo, so it's got all the Halo stuff in it, and just amazing on that front too. So, so many good things coming out right now. Halo rules, uh, Diablo rules, Metroid Dread rules, um, and so those are like the 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 games that were in my rotation for a long time right up front. But something I do want to talk about, um, not on based on a single game, is is the idea of quitting games. Um, so many games suck nowadays. These games that I'm talking about, like I, it, when I get like 30 hours of a game, I think that it's really good and it's worth my money. I'll pay full price to get like 30 hours out of a game, whether it's through um, single player. You know, it, you, it's not a, it's not like a guaranteed. If I play a game through and the story's only 10 hours and I have a complete blast, then it's still good. But I'm saying if I get a lot of time out of it, then I know it's good because I, w- I usually quit a game like way before 30. Um, for example, like I buy, I, I get a ton of games off Game Pass. There was some like roguelike card game thing, like Ace of Spades or something weird like that. Ace of Blasting, Ace of Blasting, I can't remember what it's called, but look up the Game Pass games, actually, I should do it right now, there are so many on there um, that are just really bad, and I, I download them, and I'm like, I, I wouldn't have paid for this, so I'm so glad that I get to try them out, I'm going to look at the Xbox Game Pass games library, I wonder if I can see, um, recently added on my PC, I forgot to turn on my Xbox, because there's just been so many that came out, um, oh, recently added, here we go. It's not showing anything. This is whack. I might have to turn my Xbox on for this. Oh, no, console games? What the hell? It's not showing shit. The Xbox website sucks. So I guess I'll turn on my Xbox for this. So give me a sec. I'm going to pause this. Okay, is this recording? It is. All right. So recently added, let me see some of these that I played. <clears throat> oh, Archvale. Archvale is actually pretty good. We're not going to talk about that one. Uh, let me see if any of these are on here. Why can't I find it? Oh, Undungeon I got is is horrible. Undungeon sucks. Um, Fae Tactics kind of sucks. Uh, why is there not more on here? So I didn't download all these yet. There was a, So there's all these ra- weird random ones, obviously, right? I could look through it some more, but... Um, where is it? Yeah, Fate, Fate Tactics and Undungeon, they're just, like, boring. I get in, I'm like, this is free, and I still don't really have a desire to play. 
there's nothing really like that. Well, back, back for Blood was bad, you know. Like, um, there, there's nothing really like wrong with them, right? It's just that they're not like compelling. Like the the games that I want to play, I go, oh, I really want. Oh, Origami Two was on here. Um, let me see if I can find a couple more. A couple of other things. Oh, that D and D Dark Alliance. Um, Craftopia I played was really bad. Blood Roots was really bad. Desperados Three, Dicey Dungeons is the one I was thinking of. Um, so like this is like five or six games that I've named, and um, you know every once in a while you get an awesome game out of there like Hades. But like Lemnus Gate I played for ten minutes. You know I get in and I'm already like Mighty Goose I played for a handful of levels. Um, and it's like these are like kind of fun, but they just Moonglow Bay. It's like they they feel like something is wrong with them, you know. Like it's just not compelling enough. Like I don't want to go back. It feels just tedious enough that I don't want to play. And and here's what I tell people: you need to quit games if you're not enjoying it. Quit. People play two game like games for way too long after it's expired on them. All those games I just named to you, I probably played for five hours or less. Sometimes I played for literally 20 minutes and I said, this shit fucking sucks and I just dump it. And in that regard, I didn't even realize that I'd hated this game so much until Halo Infinite came out. But Apex Legends fucking sucks. I will never go back to that game. I keep it on my hard drive because I've made some really good friends through it, and but they have not asked me to play in a long time, so we just have not been in touch, which is unfortunate. But... I have no desire to play it again. There's so many faults. There was, I think it is literally just a product of their people do not want to quit games. They play games even if they hate them. And there was nothing else on the market at the time. I will never go back to it. I have no reason to. I could just play Halo Infinite instead. I have, I have good multiplayer to play nonstop that I love. They're constantly updating. There's an update for Halo multiplayer today. They're going to be updating it for a long time. And I don't need to. So here's what I'm saying. If you're having a fucking awful time with the game, I didn't realize how awful of a time I was having with Apex until like after I'd quit Halo and I looked or quit Apex and I went to Halo and I came back and I said like, you know, I, I, well, why did I do this? All I would do is complain about it. Like I was trying to look for like things that I liked about it. But the entire time I was playing, I was like, this part sucks. This part sucks. Let me give you an exact example of why I I don't like Apex. Um, And it was something to do with Halo. When you play Apex, something that I always hated was if you want to throw a grenade at somebody in Apex Legends, you have to press, no, I'm talking about Xbox. You still have to press these buttons on PC, but it's a little different. I press left on the D-pad. He pulls out a grenade. I want to throw the grenade. You know, it's like there's an animation of me putting my gun away and pulling out a grenade. I want to throw the grenade. I hold the right trigger. They pull the grenade back and, and cock their arm, and you line up the angle where it goes, and then you throw it, and there's a throwing grenade animation, and you wait for it to land, and then there's, it takes time to land. It's like It feels like coming from Halo, when I want to throw a grenade, I press LB. That's it. I could be in the middle of shooting a bullet. It cancels that. It throws a grenade. That throw animation is very slight, but like, it's so tedious and time-consuming in Apex, and the whole thing is like that. If I want to go up a hill, I got to fucking put my gun away so I can run faster. If I want to climb up a a, a cliff, I got to mantle it. There's a mantling animation. I want to put my new gun out, there's a fucking new gun animation. I want to reload, 20-second animation. You want to do this? You're stuck in an animation. You want to do that? You're stuck in a fucking animation. You want to use your ability? There's a fucking animation! For every goddamn thing. And then you go to Halo and you just and you just fucking play. You just play the game. It's so much more fast paced. 
It's so there's just you just go. I want to shoot the gun. I just fucking pull the trigger. There's no like corny. And here's another thing. They gotta fucking stop doing this in games. I hate it. In Apex, every gun is fucking projectile. And in Halo, I played Halo my entire life. From Halo One, I'm getting real wild up just just thinking about Apex. Piece of shit game. Every game, Halo One through fucking five, and all the stuff in between. They're all the guns are hit scan, except for specialty shit like the rockets or whatever. All the guns are hit scan. If my my reticle's on you, you're getting hit. Every gun in Apex, it's it's the it's the opposite. Every gun in Apex is projectile. I had to completely, I had to practice this game. Like Apex, Halo Day One, I was like getting overkills in multiplayer. I was getting killing sprees. I was right back into it. I never lost a step. And in Apex, I had to like, I was getting the fucking shit stomped out of me for a long time because I was all of my bullets were going behind the person because. This weird projectile shit, where you, and like the bullets, you could see the bullet drop and like travel, and I was like, "This sucks. It makes no sense. It's no fun. Why is it like that? It's supposed to be like this aim-based, like skill game, but like the, it has all these weird fucking gun mechanics and ability mechanics and all this weird shit. I never want to touch it again. So my 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 helpful hint is, I'm so much happier now that I stopped playing Apex. Honestly, if if you have a game that you like. Say you love it, but you hate it. You just hate it. Stop playing it. I just told you all these games that I love. Diablo, Metroid, Halo. And I love them, and I won't stop playing them. And I think about playing them when I'm not playing them. And I have a desire to play them, and I'm having fun to play them. I very rarely have these attacks where I would in Apex. I go, well, this fucking sucks. This dog shit happened. Where in Halo, I just go, okay, he killed me. On the next one. On the next one. You know, it's, it's, it's just a... If you don't like a game, just stop playing it and save yourself the headache and find a game that you do like because they're out there. Different games for different people. I don't like a lot of games. So when I find a game that I do like it and, and it's a good game and it checks a bunch of boxes for me, then we go at it you know, full force, full frontal, and we get after it. So save yourself the fucking hassle and the headache and, and play some good games and find a game you like and play that one. Whether you're an anti-gamer, Sims, Viva Pinata gamer, or you're a real gamer and you play Metroid Dread. So to all my gamers out there, um, play those games. Play Diablo 2, play Halo, play Diablo 3, play Metroid Dread. If you want to hit me up, we can play Halo together. My, my gamer tag's Treebone on Xbox. I'm streaming at um, twitch.tv slash treebonerobotbaby at the bone robot shit. Come and check me out. We have a lot of fun over there. Me and my boy Flow Free, we've been playing Halo together. We've been playing Minecraft together. It's a lot of fun. We get we get the whole squad in there. We get going. Halo is just built for multiple people to play. It's a blast. So um, check me out there. Check me out on Twitter at treebonex. Um, I talk just mostly about this kind of stuff and gaming. I talk about gaming. Um, and listen to the episodes. I'm going to be putting more out soon. I just got caught up. You know, I got caught up gaming. We're going to be doing some more. So shout out to, to everybody listening. Thank you very much. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, and we're going we're gonna to dive into some more games together very soon. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. And do, do good shit, gamers.